0: Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. I invite you to turn there with me, and uh, we're going to talk about something a little different. We're going to talk about Joseph. This time of year, we hear a lot about Mary. We hear a lot about Jesus and the birth of Jesus. And and this morning, I want to talk to you on the subject of Joseph, talking about his faith, what extraordinary faith that he had. Throughout the Word, we don't hear much of Joseph, right? We don't don't see the the outline. But this morning, I want you to follow me to the 18th verse of the book of Matthew chapter 1. 18th verse, and that's where we're going to start. And it says this Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold a virgin shall be with a child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being imparted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not until she had brought forth his her firstborn son and called His name Jesus. Y'all pray with me. Father God, this morning we come to You, Lord, and we say we love You. We say thank You for an opportunity to come into Your house, an opportunity to worship You, Father God, an opportunity just to come before You, Lord. I thank You so much for each and every person here. Father God, I thank You for those under the sound of my voice. Father God, I thank You for these children of this church. Father God, their faith is an example that we all should set to have. Father God, I just ask you this morning, Lord, move me out of the way. Let your word be spoke ever so true. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, "Amen." But it's this encounter that Joseph has, and we oftentimes talk about it. You know, the angel comes to him, and he says, "Okay, I'll do what you're you're telling me to do." But we miss something. We miss the big picture. Joseph was a righteous man, right? He was a man who was upright. He was a man who, who sought the Lord and everything that he'd done. But here's the key factor. Joseph's faith was the faith that can move a mountain. Now, did he did he have a little doubt there for a second? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He said, hold on a minute. I huh, There's no way you're pregnant. There's just no way. We've never encountered one another. How can this be? So he says, you know what? I'll just put her away privately. Then the Lord comes along, the, the angel of the Lord comes along and says, "Joseph, don't do it, man. Look, listen to me, buddy. Let's have a talk. Don't 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 get rid of her just yet. Everything she's told you is true." Now, at that very moment, he could have said, "You know what? Now, I'm not I'm not buying into this mess. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to listen to this. This is important. I'm not going to be Mary's fool. That's simple, is it not? In today's society, men, women, think about this for a moment. If someone come to you and said, I'm pregnant, but yet I've never encountered another man. What? Hold on a minute. You mean to tell me you had had a... Hold on, what? We would automatically... What's the first thing we would say? You crazy. Amen? Is that not the first response we would have? Joseph says, hold on a minute. Look, Mary, let's talk about this for a second. There is no way. I'm just going to wait and put her away privately. Nobody has to know. I don't want to humiliate her. I don't want to be humiliated. We'll just do this thing privately. Nobody has to know then the Lord intervenes. How many times in our own personal walk, check this out, how many times in our own personal walk have we as Christian people had enough faith to give up? How many times have we had enough faith to walk away? How many times have we said, you know what, I've got all the faith in the world, I know God's going to move, but He's just not moving right now, I'm done, I'm gone. How many times have we been that that one that says, you know what? I don't buy it. I, I don't think this is going to work. Joseph says, Lord, I believe that what You're telling me is true. I believe what You're showing me is real. And I'm going to have the faith because You are the Lord of my life. You are the God of all creation. And I'm going to do whatever You tell me to do. How many times have we answered that call when He says, I need You to, I need you to do this? whatever that this may be, whatever it is, I need you to go out and I need you to be an example. I need you to go out and share the gospel. I need you to do this, 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 and this. And we say, Lord, you're going to have to give me more of a clear sign. How many times have we done that in our own personal walks? I need a sign, Lord. You're going to have to show me what it is that you want me to do. I don't have that kind of faith. Why? You believe that... That he died on, that he was born of a virgin and died on the cross, and on that third day he rose again. You have faith enough to believe that, but you don't believe that he is the God of your life in situations that seem unreal. At a very moment in your life when your faith is at its lowest point, hear me when I say this: when your faith is at its lowest point, when you feel like all things are fisting to fall apart, do you feel like? Your Mary's full. Do you feel like Joseph? Do you feel like, man, my back's against the wall? I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to go. I don't know if I can endure this. I don't know if I can stand up against this trial. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do this. Matt, there's been so many times in my life, man, where I've said, I don't know if I can handle this. I called Carrie the other day. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I can handle this. But then my faith kicked in. You know, I've always heard that saying, if God called you, He equipped you. Amen? We all all hear that. If He's called you, He's equipped you. And if He's equipped you, He will sustain you. Listen to me. Whatever it is, whatever challenge in your life that you're facing right now at this very moment, God did not put you in that situation for nothing. Amen? Amen? He is not allowing you to go through what you're going through for nothing. Have the faith that I move the mountain. Have the faith of a child. I guarantee you this. There is faith in things hoped for and unseen. Amen? There's faith, and I've preached on faith before and I've used this illustration. There's faith that that stool is going to hold me up. I have faith to know that God's going to bring me through whatever storm in life that is going on. Just as Joseph said, "Lord, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going crazy because I know that that you sent an angel to appear to me in my dream and, and he told me that this is a view and if it's not a view, I'm going crazy, but I know it's a view because you want to send an angel to me for no reason." God wouldn't have put you In the situation in life that you're facing right now, if it was for no reason, faith produces endurance. We think about Joseph, and I want you to understand this this morning his faith produced endurance, his faith was amazing. Verse 19 says that Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he, listen to this, while he thought on those things, he thought about it. The Word tells us while he thought on those things, Dale, how many times do we just not even think about stuff? There's no way I I can take this new job. There's no way that I can change my career there's no way that that this doctor is going to give me good news there's no way we think on things let me tell you something i tell carrie this all the time she tells me this all the time you're thinking about it way too much just have faith in the good lord above and do it don't overthink it because the moment you overthink it, it's the moment you become like a broken piece of candy it can never be put back together you're broken. You're undone. You're you're unhinged. You 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 become this weary. Oh man, I feel like preaching. Y'all ready? I, I, I just there's times where you become so broken and so hurting and so unhinged that you're miserable and you're like, Lord, I just really need you right now. I'm hurting. I don't know what to do. And and next thing you know. You're having a pity party. Then the next thing you know, your your, your pity party's turned into this sob story. Then, Then your sob story is like, I had faith, but then I quit using it. That's what we really hear, amen? Then all of a sudden, God comes along and He says, hold on, you thought about it too much. Now I'm just going to have to show you what I've been trying to tell you all along. The Word tells us, Jesus says this, My sheep will hear and obey my voice and a stranger's voice they will not follow. What voice are you listening to? Because if you're listening to the voice of the Lord, you're not going to be thinking it over too much. You're going to be thinking enough to hear the voice of the Lord. What does the Lord have to say about this? What is this situation that I'm in? And that's exactly what Joseph did. He thought on it. Then all of a sudden, the light bulb came on. And he's like, you know what? The Word doesn't tell us this. This is my opinion. It has nothing to do with the Word. There's no backing behind it, okay? But this is my personal opinion. I believe that while he was thought, thinking on these things, the Lord was going, all right, man, you're thinking too much. Angel, go down there and tell him what's going on is really true. Go tell him what's really happening is true. But while he thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not, take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. You know, that's a word, Miss Debbie, I believe we as a church have got away from. And I'm not talking about just proteemists. I'm talking about like the whole body of Christ, the church itself, the, the, the church of Jesus Christ itself, has got away from that one word. Why? Because when you say the word Holy Ghost and you think about it and you you put it into action, that means you have quit trusting on man. You have quit looking behind the pulpit and you've started looking at the cross again. Faith moves mountains. Amen? Y'all asleep this morning. Y'all started out really fired up. Then all of a sudden, y'all just... (laughs) Pretty sure. I heard somebody snore a while ago. Listen to me. Seriously. There are moments in our lives that we're just like Joseph at this very moment. This can't be of God. This can't be God's will for my life. There's no way I'm gonna be a fool. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this. I will be a fool for Christ all day long. Amen. I would I hey. You know, everybody thought Noah was crazy. They was telling Moses, look, dude, we're not going up there. You go up there, you come back, tell us what he said. We're not going up there. Not doing it, not happening, not having no part of it. Job, curse God and die. The book of Job tells us what? That he was more blessed in the latter reign than he was in the earlier, and we wait and we patiently wait. Hear me when I say this. This is this is what people call human nature. Are you ready for this? People patiently wait until everything falls apart to get on their face before God. That's not human nature that's called I've lost all resources available to me and then I go to the last one that I can think of for one I want to say this hear me out for you for you pick up a hymnal and throw it at me and and hear me out for you run me out of here okay so check this god should never be your last resource he should be your first The Word of God should never be your last resource. It should be your first. We look at all of the impossibles in our life. Dale, can you make it rain? I can't either. But God can. We're constantly looking at different ways to be more understanding to who God's called us to be. But the reality is we've lost parts of our faith in some areas. Did you know that the faith that it takes to move a mountain is extraordinary? Amen? But yet it's so minute. The faith the size of what? A mustard seed. Do you know how much faith it took Moses to go holy? I mean, Joseph to go holy moly macaroni. Lord, you mean to tell me that she's the one you chose? I know me. Lord, I know I love you. The Bible tells us that Joseph was a what? I'm going to say this a thousand more times a righteous man. He was a just man. But he loved the Lord. And he said, you know what? If you're telling me this is true, I'll be Mary's fool all day long. I I will take her. I will love her. And I will love your one and only begotten son. I don't know what his future holds, but I believe I do. Moses never... Never, It never tells us that he said, you know what, God, hold on a minute. What's his plan? Is he going to go to Notre Dame? Is he going to go to UT Knoxville? I mean, I really want him in a good college. Twelve years old, they leave him. Remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about this. They, they, they left him behind in the temple. They go back three days later. And there he is and he looks at him and he says, why are y'all so upset? Didn't you know I had to be about my father's business Mary instantly. The word says she instantly. She didn't wait a couple of days. She didn't wait a couple of weeks. She instantly kept those things that he said unto her in her heart. Could you imagine Joseph's face? That's my boy. Yeah. He's schooling these religious people on the word. Could you imagine the look on her face? As he's at the wedding feast and and she says, they're out of wine. What has that got to do with me, woman? My time has not yet come. And she looks at the people around them and what does she say? Do whatever He tells you to do. She knew what God was doing through her son. The example that was set before them We don't hear much about Joseph during these times. But could you imagine as she come home? Well, how was the wedding? It was great. Look, Joseph, you're not going to believe this. Jesus got a little smart with me. But I want, I want you to break this down real quick because this was amazing. He told me, when I told him they was running out of wine, he just looked at me and was like, what is that my problem for? What's that got to do with me? Then, He had the guys go and fill up these big pitchers of waters, you know, the big ones. And everybody was amazed because that wine was better. I thought he filled it up with water. Follow me here? We don't hear a whole lot about Joseph's role in these things, but what we do see is a diabolical plan for God To say, here's my son. You're going to love him. You're going to support him. You're going to raise him. You're going to bathe him. You're going to clean him. You're going to teach him how to do the things that nobody else probably would know how to do. You're going to teach him things that he needs to know. You're going to teach him how to build chairs and tables and all of these things. But he's the sacrifice for the entire world and their sins. Here in just a moment, I'm going to have Mason play a song. And I really want you to listen to the words of this song. The very first time I heard this song, I cried like a two-year-old baby. I want you to understand what I'm telling you. Faith is not just a tool that we use to believe in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. It's not just a tool that we use to say, you know what, I know that all things work to get for the good of those that love the Lord. I know that, that, that if I have a little faith that extraordinary things can happen. I know if I have a little faith that God, I'm telling you right here, right now, faith is the key to your walk with Christ. Your faith. Some folks, I've talked to people that say, I, I talked to one woman one time. Y'all listen to this. And she told me, she said, I have enough of faith in you to know that you're going to fail. We've been married for years. I'm just kidding, y'all. She did say that. You'd have to know the whole story. So let, let me explain this to you. She's looking at me like, I can't believe you just told them that. That sounds terrible. So Carrie and I have always tried our best to do what the Lord has led us to do. And there was a certain time where I was going a totally different direction from what God was calling me to do. And she was right. She's like, I've got faith in you, but I know you're going to fail because that, you know, that's not what God's calling you to. And that's become a joke amongst us now that, you know, yeah, I got faith in you, honey, you know. But that thing that I knew that God wasn't calling me to do was failure from the word go. Because that's not what God wanted me doing. Amen? If it's not where God wants you, you will fail abundantly. Hear me. You will fail abundantly, but he will catch you as you fall, just to show you that He is still God of your life. Amen. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life we find ourselves in the mix, of life and life is hard it's difficult but if you've never trusted jesus christ as your personal lord and savior and today you say you know what i want to do that i want to accept jesus i want to know him on a more intimate level if that's you my friend today i want to pray with you simply just pray this father god i know i'm a sinner i ask you to send jesus to come and dwell in my heart and be the lord of my life i know that i'm in need of a savior And without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at pastortomcrandall@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ. I love you, my friend. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. God bless you.